1: emotional damage
0: hello and welcome back to the liverpool groove it's the first legitimate loss of the season in domestic football anyway um it's a bad game bad game um one of us may have put a tweet out that was uh, swiftly deleted, not naming any names. Um, me just um, make sure it
1: wasn't me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, definitely wasn't you. Uh, I I just had major, <laughs> I just had major, major head loss after it. Um, just yeah. Anyway, let, I'm not going into that because it's not important. Just bad, bad performance, bad all round. When you've got your your pierced of key players making the mistakes he did, you know. It's just it's a just a recipe for disaster, which it turned out to be.
1: We were horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Lucky to, to go in at our time. One all. I don't know how it happened with no shots on target. But you know, sometimes looks on your side and you when you're chasing a title, that sort of thing goes your way. But as we see, seen it can go against it as well. I think the whole game plan was was off. Thought the the management was the team he selected thought was wrong um, I, but I think that was more his hands tied against his back and lo- a lot of it um, we just didn't turn up and that, you know, we're going to have a bad game now and again like, it doesn't go our way we've said all season we haven't reached Turkey yet we didn't even get out the blocks against Arsenal they were just too good on the night It was always going to catch us at some point just gutted it was against them because that gives them obviously the hope to think they can go go ahead and be better than us and clinch the title. Uh, I said before the game that I didn't see them as title challengers. I still don't. I think they're just in a fairy tale. The carry on out of them after it. it was like they were in a fairy tale, like they won it, like it was secure. Um so fucking I still think it's a, a two horse race at with us in City.
0: Yeah. We'll come on we'll come on to it. <clears throat> you know, their celebrations after the game in a minute, because it's obviously been a, a point of, of contention a little bit. Obviously, Jamie Carragher coming out and saying what he's saying has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Um, but again, we'll, we'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah. Again, the overall performance, I don't think anybody played well, like you said, going in one all at half time was very unexpected, but you, you take it all day. You don't care how it goes in. And then we started the second half. We started it. All right. You know, we a lot better than the first half. Um, and you thought, okay, just keep this pressure up. Hit them on the counter. So and you just felt like for ten I think we probably had about ten minutes of the game. And for that ten minutes you just thought to yourself, right, okay, this is what we've been doing all season. Awful first half. Come out to second half, blow them away. And it just, just didn't happen. But I think second half they didn't trouble us too much. But that mistake from do you put it down to Allison or Van Dijk or a mixture?
1: Allison. I think Alison, uh, Allison. I think um watching it back, Van Dyke should commit to the ball before it bounces and not let it go over him. But he's a hundred percent certain he's got the power to shield him off and he done it. He done his job. It's a, it's an absolute fuck up in the terms of Allison's come out to volley the ball and call Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't because he's been pushed, to be fair. Yeah. So Martin least pushed him and that's that's put him into Allison. I honestly, I think that could have rent a VAR either. I honestly think that's a foul. I really do. Don't get me wrong, it's still a fuck-up. But if if he doesn't push him, Allison kicks the ball away and it's, it's still 1-1. So that, that's up for debate for me. I just think it was a massive fuck-up. On, on, on both parts, because of him letting the, the ball bounce. But I think he was completely... Like, Securing himself that he was going to win it, yeah, but I was going to be there. And nine times out of ten, it goes our way, but it never.
0: Like I'll be honest. So after the third goal went and I just turned everything off. So I didn't see them talk about anything after it. I don't know if they covered that the push on. Um, you know, after the game, I I only seen it when I, when I've seen people putting it on on Twitter. To be honest with you, so at the time I just thought it was a a, a fuck up. I didn't think there was anything in it. Um, was it was it enough to to knock him off balance and really affect that much? I don't know. I think, you know, I don't, I just don't know. It's just it's just a fuck up. I think it's just badly planned. I think, like you said, Van Dijk for me. Not that I blame him, but for me, he's just got to get get rid. They were on top. Just don't give them anything.
1: He had that type of game. I don't get me wrong. Van Dijk was poor all game. Yeah. Yeah. About him, where he has that demeanour where his presence is enough, and he got roasted a few times. He plays got in behind and he caused us trouble without really looking dangerous. They still he looked like the team that was going to score. Van yeah. Dyke ghosting through the game, his passing was off, his positioning was off, his his leadership looked off. There was times where the players weren't in line and stuff like that. He just had an off day. He's been absolutely awesome all season, so you've got to put it down to one of them it happens the problem with us is that it happens to everyone in the same game <laughs> we don't have one player that just doesn't turn up it's everyone at the same game yeah. it's weird it baffles me but you know, I don't think it was an attitude thing I think they the work but Arsenal were just so much better than us they were levels above us and everything. And we looked lethargic and lazy and tired In from the fucking first whistle the passing was, was rolling round it were not slick it just looked lazy Um. Disappointing, proper disappointing performance. Yeah. But as you say, half-time, you're expecting to them to get a bollocking off Klopp, and I think I do think he the improved till the goal. I think mean, we were in in control until the goal. And I think that just knocked us for six. I'll be honest.
0: Yeah, Ed, Eds fell off, didn't and, he? I, I knew
1: I, we were losing. The, I knew we weren't going to come back after that because that's. Yeah. One of them goals where you... Because it happened to them. We scored that goal that we scored and they dropped off completely mm. until they scored that goal that they scored <laughs> and then dropped off completely. But one talking point for me, um, and I never like to... I'm not going to pick on an individual player, but Curtis Jones, in the first five minutes of the second half, has got the ball in the halfway line and Jota is on the last man, on side with a clean ball through and he played it to the left. He, he just took us an extra little touch to the left and played it to the left. If he plays that through, we're 2-1 up 100%. Mm. I've done it for, for 20 minutes when we were in control of the game. Just kept taking this extra touch, clinging onto the ball, spinning around in circles. The first bad game he's had for ages, but he absolutely fucking killed us. Killed yeah. us.
0: Yeah, it was, just, it was a tough game all around. I think, for me, the only one who really comes out of it looking alright still is McAllister I thought McAllister still played well Um, I think I think he had a tough game up against sort of Declan Nice, and I feel like he was just it was Dermy Field against McAllister and obviously he's gonna come out you know not looking great after it but I think because I just think like I said Jones was non-existent Gravenberg was non-existent Um, and I, again I don't wanna you know I'm not gonna slate Jones because he has been brilliant for us the last Twelve months or so. Um, <clears throat> Gravenberg, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go in on him too hard because it's still, it's still very early in his career. He's playing more football for, than he has done for the last two years at Bayern Munich. Um, you know, people think it's just a case of all well, he's playing again now, so he's going to be brilliant, and he's, it's, it's going to take time. You've got, you've got to give the lot of time. He's 21. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go in too hard on him, but he just wasn't involved in the game. Um. And I said it, I think I said it last time, he's, he's reminding me of Curtis Jones two or three years ago where he's very slow on the ball, wants a lot of time, always think he's got four or five seconds on the ball and just haven't in the Premier League and it's obviously just taken him longer to adjust to the to the speed and intensity of the league. But yeah, McAllister just kind of was a midfield on his own on, on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it was hard to watch a lot of times. Because, again, they were bullying us, tackling the nice, flying in from the first-minute tackles. We were second to every ball. Every bounce went their way. Every duel, they won. They they just wanted it more. Their atmosphere was good as well. They were up for it. Um ROIN didn't sound too great, to be fair. But, you know, every time you tried to get a song on, and they got booed and, and, and clamped down. and You weren't a lot to cheer about on the day. Your team's going forward in droves. You, you're out in your seat. You're, you're fucking bouncing you're ready for it but there was nothing to cheer you we could ah. see from the first minute we weren't going to do anything we just looked terrible mm. the likes of the forward line Diaz was abysmal absolutely abysmal all game even the the goal we scored was through sheer determination from him but that's the only thing he's done he was absolutely pathetic he was um, he just doesn't look like he can go past a man
0: at the though, because he he was the only one actually getting the ball, though. Like, and, you know, know, just, Jotter and just yeah, Jotter and Gappo weren't involved. No, just, for me to say that he had to go to the bad game because he just weren't in the game. No,
1: that, yeah. So that that's fair. That's a fair point. He was he was involved in the game at least, but he was terrible. He mm. never done anything. But worked his ass off for that goal and fair play to him. Um, but the rest of it, it's getting to a point with him now where you don't want the ball to go to him because he's going to do what the likes of Jones does. He's going to slow the game down. He's going to go past the man and then come back again. It's 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 pointless. Just fucking play a simple ball, pass and move, get in the box. Make something happen. But it's not working at the minute for, for him, I don't think. But think... Be fair, fair, I, th-
0: I th- think in recent weeks, obviously... At- you know, he's had a lot of stuff going on, which has been well documented. And I think for a lot of the season, he's been ghosting a little bit. And I think starting with the Newcastle game a few weeks ago, he's looked brilliant again. He's looked like the Diaz that we bought originally. And then, yeah, uh, Sunday, just again. Yeah, I agree with you. It did seem to to go back to that Diaz where you're thinking, how are you starting at the minute? He has moments. He has moments of magic in games. He, he does. He can't knock that but
1: and some games it's not going to happen. You can't be magic every game, but he just offered nothing at, mm. at all. But again, you could, I'm not just picking on Diaz. You could say that about every single one of them. Mm. Um, as I probably took Jota off before Gagpo, if we yeah. had a bit of a middle threat with him, a target man, hit the ball up to him. Because that was the very first thing that we done. Hit it to him and knock on. And Jota was through. Terrible touch. We couldn't have yeah. won the it, first two minutes, his knee, didn't it? And the games changed instantly. We're up for it. Our fans are up for it and The game's turned on its head, but it didn't work out that way, unfortunately. Just think they, they just grew into the game and just looked better and better as time went on mm-hmm. until our goal.
0: Yeah, even the subs couldn't get involved, though. Could the, you know, Elliot? We've spoken about him a number of times this season about being a game changer off the bench, didn't do a thing. Um, eventually, you know, you could say he was, I don't want to say he was at fault for the third goal because you'd had two wingers essentially playing right back to try and make up for Canati sending off um, which again we'll we'll come to that shortly but um D, uh, Nunes didn't get involved at all didn't I don't think I remember him touching the ball I'll be honest. Um we had no midfield
1: lad. just a bad game strength, all right. Then productivity was none. No he was done nothing. Uh, we absolutely
0: do you, think, do you think it was too early for him to start? Obviously, I you know we had no choice We you <clears> know obviously Connor Bradley and just, you know, thoughts to him and his family. Obviously really sad news uh, about his dad this week. So um thoughts are, are with him. Um do you think it was too early? Do you think obviously we've been forced in a way to start Trent in that game? Do, do you think his sorta of time out has, has been a, a factor in in his performance at all? Well?
1: I I just think the way we set up our whole system, no one covered each other, no one helped each other. So again, he's the one who we had out to try because he's he, he just goes forward and lets but he just gets ghosted past lad. He's got no no real desire to defend. Mm. We miss Conor Bradley. Uh,
0: yeah, I did. We, missed, I we said, missed. him. Yeah. I, I honestly
1: it. believe if Conor Bradley starts that game at right back, Martinelli doesn't get near our fucking box. Mm. I don't think he does. I think he because that you've got players who are just. Dead set on defending. I've said it like Andy Robbo sometimes. He he won't go past the halfway line at time. He just defends. But Trent weren't, weren't at the races. None of them were. But don't get me wrong, we, we wouldn't know. We couldn't comment. Conor Bradley and a team that's not performing, with a shaky start, where a midfield that's not ticking, a forward line that's not grafting, he could have got torn apart. But I yeah. honestly, yeah, I really don't.
0: No, but the, th- the thing is with Trent, and again, I've said, I've said this time and time again. It's not that he can't defend, like you said, it's, it doesn't want him, and it shows sometimes. And it's he, he does. I've always said that he does what I used to do when we played footy in school. He, he dangles a leg out to make it look like he's trying to win the ball, but really he's not. He's not. He's doesn't doing, want you're it. You're doing it for <laughs> show. That's it. Yeah, you're doing it to make it look like you're doing something, but he's done it a number of times, right? Martinelli and Martinelli just sort of goes. Knocks it on to do the foot and goes past them, lad. It was so easy. Um, and it's frustrating because, you know, Kanate and Trent bullied them, bullied um, Martinelli when, when it was the FA Cup game. he couldn't get anywhere near them. So they, they both both of them done a job a few weeks ago and it's just it's frustrating. They've obviously seen what didn't work in the FA Cup game and, and changed it up and made it work for them. Fair play.
1: Yeah, and I know we, we lost we lost an engine there with Conor Bradley, who runs absolutely up and down all game, like Andy Robbo and I keep comparing him to him because Trent is a luxury right back. Trent's brilliant when you've got the ball and you've got possession, but if you've got you've got someone on the wing who's gonna come at you and and throw it on your toes all game, you you don't want Trent anywhere near it. Conor mm. Bradley would have handled it or put me on life on it, but I think Schoberschle getting injured, we lost another engine. Um, mm. and I don't think he's been anywhere near what we expected the last few weeks since he's been back from injury and that but um, I just think we we missed his presence his energy he still get even when he's playing shite he gets about gets mm. about the pitch and he throws a tackle in I just think we, we just missed all sorts I think it actually maybe it's just one of them days where we realise who's not in the team who could be and you go oh, no, these are a fantastic team they've shown us up for for what we are at the minute, a team Mm. that's getting by without big key players. And fair play to Liverpool and because we do keep getting by, but this one bit is on the arse.
0: Yeah. One very small positive from the game, obviously, Thiago. Wasn't expecting him to make an appearance, I'll be honest. It was nice to see him on the bench. Nicer to see him on the pitch. That's that's the one positive I can take away from that game, um, if anything. Didn't have enough time to affect the game in any meaningful way, but like I say, just nice to have him Nice to have him back, and hopefully we can keep him fit for the rest of the season.
1: All I can remember is him giving the ball away. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's a, he's another one. He's a luxury lad. If we're playing, see, if we're roasting Bailey and he, he's in the midfield, he's getting four five assists. Yeah. If we're if we're in on four, but again, when you've got a team going to come at you and attack you, and you need an extra pair of legs, he's not the answer, which you have said before. But again, he's an absolute luxury to have. He's a He's a dream player. He's world-class, sort of, if he can stay fit. He's a massive boost to our, our challenge, which is still ongoing, by the way.
0: Yeah. Um, Endo, coming back, <laughs> is, is huge. Obviously, he went out of the, the Asian Cup. I think he's already back in training. I, I I would be surprised if he's not involved in some capacity on Saturday.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know, because they might just give him a week off because he's been playing. But, is the type of game where you want to see your McAllister's and you, you grab them there, just running at teams and going at them. You know what I mean? Mm. <clears throat> you don't really, we've said before, Endo's fantastic when you're playing a team that's going to come at you all game and, and, and punish you. I think he does, he does that job well, but against Burnley at home, you want to be going out and making the statements and, and rolling them. But at the minute, because of that result, I'd take one nil right now. <laughs> yeah, it knocks your confidence. It knocks your confidence. Like <clears throat> sorry, we've, we've talked over and over again this season. Like we haven't been at the races. We haven't got out second gear. We haven't got third gear. we're winning games 3 4 0. We're just rolling teams, like just just getting back, just not even turning up and winning. We can't keep playing forty five minutes of football or twenty minutes of football in Arsenal's case and winning games. It's gonna catch us. It's gonna it's gonna hinder us. So <clears throat> we need to just Go out and sign and win positively, but that that loss it knocks your confidence because you think, mm. well, how many more teams are going to have a goal at us now and put us under pressure, leak the weaknesses in defence and all that. Mm. Um, I, I just hope I, from a selfish point of view, I hope Bradley's back for Burnley
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, you talk about the like knocking confidence and things like that, and like where I where I've threw that tweet out, where it, I've I admit I've met a gone over the top I just <laughs> lost my head a bit but you know where it was coming from with that wasn't necessarily anything to do with how we're going to play the rest of the season or anything like that it's what we know City can go on and do it's just it's a you know we've lost two titles by one point because of and obviously we know it's all because of their cheating but that's what you're dealing with you got, you're got dealing with a team who've got 16 games left in the season and could very possibly go on and win all 16 of them you know you've seen it last night they went 1-0 down and then, you know, uh, Erling Haaland's just back from injury, not really at the races. Phil Foden pops up with Attrick It's like it's just it's draining in that sense, lad, and you you know, you're thinking right, we've got a fucking shot here. And as soon as you drop points, it's like City are right up your arse and it's like fucking bastards go away. <laughs> I know, and
1: that that's part of the roller coaster. So you've got to you've got to accept the bad times. bad times losing away to Arsenal. Do you know what I mean? We've <laughs> lost that's our only loss this season, fairly, in the league. Um, Yeah, you've got to just accept it for what it is. as fucking hard as it is at the time. You've got to go. Arsenal, really good team. Man City are phenomenal. And they they might go on to win every single game, but one of them games is Liverpool or Anfield. Mm.
0: So they beat, beat us there. the David only year. saving grace for me.
1: And that's that's the way it is. I think if they beat us in Anfield, then they go on to win the league. And it's as simple as that. They beat yeah. them in Anfield. We should be going on to win the league, and it's mm. it's a, it's going to be just like that all the way, lad. We're not out that race until there's mathematically two impossible. Games
0: go <laughs> yeah. so we've no. got to just and you know what? Up. I knew I fucking didn't like roller coasters anymore. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's like the Pepsi Max and the Big Zip and
0: all in one run. I know, yeah, they're just horrible. Um, and again, I don't know why I bothered watching it last night, but when that when Neil Mope scored that goal, I was. You know what I say? I was, I was going to say I was buzzing. I wasn't because I knew it were not going to last. Um, and then I
1: don't even check city scores anymore, like because it's, you know they've won. <laughs> yeah. Seems like no, they've won, but they can't. I think are they playing Chelsea soon?
0: I think they. I or think won. they got. A, I think they got a couple of difficult games. I think they got no, Villa coming that, up. I think they got.
1: But that's hard, like. Bro.
0: No, I think yeah, they got yeah, Villa, Villa, Chelsea, um, and was I think in the next five games.
1: It's, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be mental. We've just got to take each game at a time. We're no longer the favourites for the title. Manchester City are the favourites and should be the favourites for the title because they've got a £400 yeah. billion pound fucking squad <laughs> and 115 charges on them. So let them deal with the pressure. Let us sit in the passenger seat and let's see what we can do. Because that's mm. a, I said that to you before Christmas. As much as it'd be nice to be top at Christmas, as lovely as it was to be top at New Year, we don't want to be favourites. We don't. We want to be dark horses. We want to be not given a fucking chance and take the pressure off us. See what we can do. Brand new team, managers leaving. Got to <laughs> see. Got to
0: see what we we can do. Yeah, yeah. Now you're right. Um Let's talk about the referee and <coughs> performance now. I'm not bringing this up as a way to excuse anything because I don't think no matter what we've done in that game, no matter what decisions the referee would have made, I don't it wouldn't have made a difference we were losing that no matter what, but to be to be consistent with how much we have been discussing it, it was a weird performance from the referee, like the sold the Canate, second yellow, like I think' both yellows are soft, um I think. I can understand why he's give them, but they wear both off. But then for them to not send Gabriel off for the exact same thing, and then Nunez is fuming and he gets a yellow card. I said it, like, Canate's two yellows might have been the first two yellows we've got this season that were for actual fouls. We don't get them for fouls. We get them because we don't get fouls and the players kick them off. Um, <laughs> But there's just, like, there's no consistency as we keep coming back to it, it's that word all the time, consistency. It's just non-existent. Gabriel should have been sent off if is going. Gabriel should have as well. 100%. I
1: don't think either of them are sending off. So, I think no, I don't I think the referee's got to apply common sense. to keep using this term. Apply common sense. Is it worth sending a man off for that? No, it was a bit of a coming together. Both sides had get each other out the way, and one's gone down like a tart. So,
0: yeah, uh, does that when he got pushed in the chest
1: and crazy, lad, he should have been booked for that. Oh, yeah, not a red card, either of them. But if you give them one, you've got to give both. And it's just, it's crazy that, you know, sometimes you can look at it if it's a different game and go, oh, that happened last week. So it should have been a red, but it's a different game. It's the same game.
0: Give it a minute of each other. <laughs>
1: so you can't, you can't justify it. Baffling. No. Absolutely baffling.
0: But then, you know, you see the other ones and it's like right in front of the linesman. I, I don't know if you've seen the video. And it's like... Uh, Gabriel's pulling, is trying to swap shirts with Gakpo mid game, like it yeah, just him. drags him down to the floor, and then, and then you've got a instance Havertz screaming at the line at the fourth official or the linesman in his face, pushes him a little bit. Not Pushed on, him, it's didn't like he? Yeah, not yeah, at all. It's like bad. I'm sick of it. <laughs> like I can, if 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 there was ever a reason Jurgen Klopp's getting off, I reckon this is a good. Fifty-seven percent of it, like it's got to be like because I'm for a lot of our fans are probably close to it as well, and other fans. It's not even just us. like fans of every team have got a right to be pissed off with this officiating in this league. It's it's awful. The officiating's
1: destroying the game. The rules are destroying the game because no one knows them. The I don't know. It's just shit. The lack of like. Leadership at the top, the hierarchy, no one answers to nothing. There's cheating going on, no no one's getting punished. Uh, if, if you're Jürgen Klopp, is he? And I, I said it last time, is he going to commit three more years of this where City and Chelsea can do what they want and nothing happen? Um, keep losing leagues by a point because you built the best possible team you can, but somehow they just always edge you because they've got that extra little bit in the tank because they've spent an extra 500 million on you. And have a better bench. You know, it must be soul destroying. Every time you you get near you you get decisions against you like that arsenal and like the Tottenham, there's a loud goal. It just um, it kills you. You could we, we could have the league wrapped up. Yeah if it officiating. But
0: but, well, but going well, up against the Ivan Drago football lad. <laughs> you know what is, I mean? Lad. That's it. It all um, comes out of it. it's, it's it's
1: the sickening thing is that it's 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 led them. We we couldn't. We tried our best to battle it. Tried our best to carry on, and we've had enough. The managers had enough, and until football has enough, nothing's going to change.
0: Mm, no.
1: And it, it is shoulder destroying when you work your life and your body into the ground to win and be successful, and as magnificent as he's been, we should be talking about Jurgen Klopp well more trophies, and we would be. Mm. We we just
0: steamrolled that league year in, year out, if it weren't for the cheating. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? When you put it all like that, you, I can't even blame Klopp for getting off, to be honest. If if that's in any way part of his of his reason um for leaving, I can't blame him one bit. Um Arsenal's celebrations, let's let's move on to that. You mentioned it earlier. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go first with this one because I, I feel like this I know
1: what you're gonna say, isn't
0: controversially aren't you I wouldn't call it controversial I don't think it's gonna I don't think a lot of people I don't think many people will agree with me but to be honest the way I look at it is it was a, it was a bit over the top yeah it was but at the same time they lose that game they're out the title race they've just beat a team that's, that that's beat them a couple of weeks before keeps them in the title race and just yeah look it's it's a motion <laughs> like how many times have we been made up with Klopp? Or you know, years ago, Mourinho before he come to Chelsea, running down the touchline at Old Trafford, Klopp running onto the pitch to Allison. It's like I, I didn't, I didn't have as much of a problem with it as as, as others have.
1: I haven't had a, a problem with it. I just actually I just crimped my eyes off. I just thought it was embarrassing. It didn't didn't affect me. It didn't upset me. I just thought. That is embarrassing. Like, you've got the guard taking photos, the cameraman. Bring the league title out and give him it. Get a photo of him with the league title. Yo, he hasn't got one because there's 15 games to go, you dickhead. Mm. What are you doing? Go, I agree with Carragher. Go down the tunnel and shut up. You've won one game at home that you should have been expected to win anyway. If you're in a title race, you're expected to win that. The fact that he carries on like that shows you how big we are and how much they do doubt themselves. That will haunt them, guarantee you. It them videos, they hold the
0: Tottenham. Better. So, <laughs> but, Tottenham done the same, didn't yeah, they? Um, lap of honour after I beating us.
1: I understand the emotion. I get emotion. I get like in an instance, scored on a goal and running on the pitch. I three one up when you know you've won the game. You don't carry on like that when you know the game's over. Hmm. You carry on for the second goal if it's in the last minute, like right? clocked it at, at Everton. You do that. You get you you're in emotion when you know you've just won the game, like. Out of the ordinary circumstances, you go and do it, but not when you're already 3 1 up. You know, you've won, yeah. you're playing against 10 men, and it still leaves you behind the team you've beaten. It's a bit, to me, it was a bit embarrassing. I don't don't mind our of celebration for the goal and running around mad and that, fair play. Um, but it was the after antics that just, I just thought, uh, small club, embarrassing. I mean, I, I mean,
0: in fairness, I think they're sort of getting the title of Kings of Cringe at the minute. Like, they put out a, a movie trailer for the match before it and stuff like that. Um, you know, they've played You'll Never know, Walk Alone in training in the past, and now this, it's like... And he's done he, on
1: the Jurgen Klopp thing.
0: Hey, hey, all that. Oh, nothing. yeah, but it was weird. It was like uppercuts instead. Oh, love it was weird. weird. Um, it was
1: like Tory party mode. <clears throat> oh, it was weird <laughs> but again I don't knock them for, for celebrating I don't knock them for being made up these beat one of the, the favourites to win the league but just to carry on with yeah. and I mean they got pictures playing...
0: in the dressing room as well like posing with the man of the match trophy and all that like oh. it was just it was yeah it, it was weird but again I think what the win meant even though she... it didn't change the position in the league after this weekend what the win meant for them Going through the rest of the season, I think it's some of it was justified.
1: No, I think as a football manager, I was going to say Arsenal Wenger, then <laughs> Arsenal Wenger would have been fucking cringing his arse up as well, telling you know, was either either got them down and with a, a winner's mentality, saying what are you doing? He's mm-hmm. haven't won nothing. Do this at the end of the season when we when we lift the title. If we lift the title, he'd do it. Alex Ferguson would have been the same. I think Klopp would be the same. Hmm. Don't don't enjoy this win too much because it means absolutely fuck all your plant pots because you're still behind them. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You're still behind. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. But say okay, no disrespect to them. Good side. They they were the well better team on the night. Um tore us apart at the time. They played some lovely footy as well, but I just don't think they lay a glove on Man City. I don't think the I don't think they finished I don't think they finished second. Or win it. Mm. I think I think it's going to be there'll be two horses racing towards the finish line I don't think there'll be one of them and I've said that since the start I just don't I don't think they've got it in them like the carry on out of them yesterday to me shows them that you know yeah, yeah again I, I mean if we'd have won if we'd have won 3-1 there or we'd, if we'd have scored in the last minute to make it 2-1 and went ballistic then I'd be fickle as fuck and say, yeah, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if if we went that far clear of them, then I'd justify like clock going over to the way away fans and that if we scored late on or whatever, um enjoyed it. But not at all when you'd expect you should be expecting to win. So yeah, there's a bit of fickleness in it. But I just thought yeah. it was up to the top for a team that, that's got fifteen games to go and is still lining. Seconds or
0: third, wherever they are. Yeah. Um, our record against the traditional big six, um, is, is that a cause for concern? Do you reckon going into the last 15 games of the season, no, we've still got to play City at home, we've got to go to United, we've got to, you know, Spurs have got to come to Anfield. Are you in any way concerned about that at all? <coughs> no. <laughs> no. Enough. Just, you know what, lad, each game as it
1: comes, I don't think it really matters if we're all or away. Um, the only the only one the only team I wouldn't want to play away now is Man City
0: mm.
1: and we've got them at home, which I'm I'm glad. But I still think we'll drop more points. I think they'll drop more points. We're not gonna win all our games. I don't think they're gonna win all their games. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be one of them where we'll we might drop a point or they'll drop a point and then we'll follow them. We'll follow through It'll just be one of them edgy ends of the season. That the team that'll find them out again. Um, hopefully Aston Villa is one of them but Tottenham we sh- realistically we, sh- we just got to turn up it's frustrating keep saying it but we're turning up for 45 minutes a week win winning points we need to we turn up for 90 we're pissing every game we just- mm. I don't what's wrong with the mentality with them where they can't play a full 90 minutes well
0: yeah That's weird
1: I-, I-, I sorry I t- personally think now going forward with a title charge on as daft and drastic as it sounds. Go for it. Just go for it. Hmm. Turn, turn Midfield, while Shoppers lies out, bit of legs, bit of energy. Someone who's going to drive forward, Conor Bradley at right back, all being well. Keep Joe Gomez at left back, because he's been spot on. Play McAllister alongside Trent, with Enzo behind them, or Thiago, and go for it. Just go for the fucking lot.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I actually agree with Gomez as well, because I think both games so far, when Robertson's come on, uh, Sunday and the Chelsea game. I feel like we we've, we've been worse down that side when when Robertson's come on. And don't get me wrong, that's probably largely because of how long he was out. He was out what three four months. Um, so I think it's to be expected in a way. But I think right now we're so much stronger down that left hand side with, with Gomez there instead. And I think he he should be carrying on. I
1: agree. I think Robo Robo struggles when he comes back. He always does. You always count Robo up, down and out. There's been three or four times where he's got injured and he's come back and you go, he's not the same. And then all of a sudden he's back to the Robbo yeah. So you've got to bear with him. You've got to bed him in. You've got to give him them, them minutes at the end. Get a match fit. That's that's part and parcel of my heart, love it. You can't get match fit by not playing matches Yeah. No yeah. match <laughs> and there's the Sean Dice demon just keeps trying to get out of me. Like, how have compels you? <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, yeah, just give him time, he'll be back to normal. You've got Simacas will be back in a couple of weeks, won't he? Hmm. Um, Enzo back, Thiago back, Pachetta's gone back to school, I think. I don't know where he's gone. Salah <laughs>
0: back soon,
1: back. Chopper Sly is meant to be out for eight weeks. I've read today.
0: Well, I mean, I've seen reports that he's out for seven to eight games, and I've seen reports that saying he's not going to be out for he's not, he's going to be, he's on it's not a bad injury, he's only going to be out for like. Two or three weeks, so I don't know what to believe until the club say something, then it's pointless speculating. Um, yeah. and I don't
1: think we should tell anyone what's
0: going on, put them oh. on the team, even don't start, them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, make yeah, put them on there anyway. Um, Burnley Saturday, um, Is that, <laughs> is that a three o'clock game we haven't had one of them for a while, I don't think, yeah,
1: three
0: o'clock. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, it's obviously a game we should be winning. Um, should be very comfortable for us but as we always say you know fifteen games left they're fighting for the life at the bottom um just we've got to be professional we've got to go out and I don't know like I know what you're saying about going for it and that but at the same time it's like one one ball over the top are they gonna be in and are they gonna you know what I mean it's like little things like that I'd say team fighting for the life you never want to play them at this stage of the season really um but, yeah, it's a game we should be comfortably winning. Uh,
1: it's going to be hard because everything Man City do now, we're going to assess with ourselves. So mm. Man, Man City stroll past them. Um, don't They put them under pressure sometimes. Like they've got to score a few themselves, barely. So we have got to be careful. But, again, go for it. I think Klopp's brave enough now to, to chance something. And if it's not working, spin it hard and change it. So mm. rather than starting cautious and get in the field for the game go for it put them under this is how, how Man City if one league isn't that they, they used to penalty people for the first 20 minutes half an hour and just strangle them and kill them to the point where they just give up and eventually we used to say it looks like they're just going go ahead and score just be over and done with it because you knew man they were going to do it we need to start doing the same we need to just be relentless and go at them and go at them and go at them something we never done against Arsenal we didn't press we didn't work hard we didn't want the ball when we had it we'd done nothing with it we need to be the opposite we need to make a statement Man City just beat them easily um, they just won again last night so we've got to go out and make a statement
0: hmm. I think it's good obviously you know having nearly a week off which we haven't had for a while um, will hopefully reinvigorate some of the players but let's be honest I think if there was a game you were asking for after you've just put in your worst performance of the season Ben it was probably one of the ones you'd, you'd be wanting um, no disrespect to them but they just didn't. They haven't done it this season at all. After so, I think you've got to you've got to look at them and see where they are in the league, and you've got to sort of you've got to sort of like maybe disrespect them a little bit to be honest with you. I think you've got to go out and think. Right, we very easily could put five past year here and we're going to. Yeah, that's exactly what we should be doing. You've got to, you, you look at the league table and you go right.
1: They're bossing the league for a reason, or in the top bottom three for a reason. So let's add to their misery let's go and put five or six past them let's do our best to to cause them misery he cost us a league that bastard as well so yeah. let's go and during his day let's go and put a nail in their coffin and fucking do them <laughs> but yeah. I think from a like from that point of view when remember when Villa were playing Man City and we thought mm. Gerard wanted help us I think it's the same shoes on the other foot he'll be saying to them players be dirty drag them down waste time do what you can cause cause a horrible atmosphere in the ground. Um we've just got to react to it as fans and as as players, we've got to make sure we go right at them the often and make it uncomfortable for them.
0: Yeah, I mean obviously like you mentioned X City they are gonna be fucking juiced up to the girls <laughs> <laughs> to to come to Anfield. They'll be throwing Eric Cantonar kicks and everything in. Um yeah, it's I don't know he can't be thinking about City obviously but it'll be in the back of his mind like if if we do a job here to help City that'll definitely be in the back of his mind Um, so yeah look I say it's going to be tough just because of where they are Um, they're not going to roll over for us like everybody does for Man City they're not just going to bend over and spread them Um, (laughs) we've got to play well to beat them and yeah I'm interested I'm interested to see the squad, um, I say hopefully Endo is involved in some way, doesn't necessarily have to start but I, I do want him back because I think although we haven't really showed it I think we've just missed him, I think it, McAllister's probably missed him because he's had to play in his position, I do feel as good as McAllister's been, he's been phenomenal lately um, I do feel like he still want to play further forward and obviously Endo allows him to do that, so um, yeah, just, it's, a, it's I don't know, it's, it's I'm trying to not be too deflated after Sunday and it's like you know you look at the bigger picture within a cup final within the next round of the FA Cup within the next round of the Europa League we're top still it's like yeah exactly anyone <laughs> throwing the toys out of the pram <clears throat> um, <laughs> is a divvy at this point Andy um, no it's yeah look it's not people do it
1: people, people react negatively causing negative situations instantly some people like myself, can digest it instantly and go, it's not that bad.
0: Yeah, I, I I just emoted straight away and then gone, looked at it and gone, yeah, been a bit of a dickhead there, haven't I, delete? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's just,
1: I get get people react, but I always, I look at it as if, if it was in the ground now, what would I do? Clap them off, go to the pub, talk about it, and have a proper sit down and, Discuss what's just gone on, what went on in front of our eyes, whether it be at the ground or at the, on the telly. We were shite, yeah. and we know that the manager knows that, the players know that, and they've got to be better. But mm. you know, if you're going to be shite, be shite at the top of the league.
0: Yeah, that's it. Um. So before we leave you, then, um, Jay on Saturday does have a stall. Um. If you want to let people know about that, got a stall. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See you later. <laughs>
1: So Saturday at Hotel Tier, I'll be setting up from about half eleven. Um so it'll be open from about twelve till till the game. Um and then for an hour or so after it. So I'll have the Scouts Republic gear on a stall at Hotel Tier on Saturday before the Burnley game. There'll be loads of the Jürgen tops, the Wembley tops, the Tanker Jürgen, Jürgen Lives Forever, Scouts Republic, and then all the 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 leftovers of that I've got <laughs> that that I've ordered before, duplicates and stuff that are just there, ready to go. So um lots of stuff. Bring your mates along and buy a t shirt or a cap.
0: Yeah. Or even just pop along and say hiya. <laughs> yeah, you can um, do that. I'll be having a pint. Yeah, there you go. So um well, look <laughs> Well look, as i say we'll leave it there for today. Um we'll be back. <clears throat> Uh, either I don't know Sunday, Monday, something like that. Obviously talk about the in the game, hopefully uh put on to bed the demons of Arsenal. Um but until then, up the reds. Don't be sad. Up the reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.